Do you have goals for your life? Do you want to grow in God? Join me as we deep dive into real and relevant strategies that ignite you to seek God and slay goals. Hey, y'all. Get ready for a discussion about life, business, relationships, and more, all from a biblical perspective. And I'm your host, Felicia L. Henry. All right, everybody. Good afternoon, evening, morning, where at whatever time it is that you are listening to this. I'm super excited that you are back here to listen to another episode of the Seat God Slay Goals podcast. I am very, very excited today. Uh, we have an amazing guest, as we always do, Miss Deidre Gaskin. She is an award winning publicist. And before I I let her introduce herself, I always let everybody introduce themselves. I remember I was introduced to her actually on Instagram and I was listening to a, um, no, I was watching a live stream. Um, You were on with PJ Owens and um, that was a while ago, actually. And PJ, shout out to PJ. He's, he did the artwork for the podcast. And I don't even remember what y'all were talking about, but I know it was so good. I was like, okay, I need to follow her and, and we need to connect. So ever since then, um, I've just been following her work and I love the work that she's been doing um, and the perspective that she shares, especially um, being a kingdom business owner. So um, when we were getting into doing... Um, some episodes for this coming year. I knew that I wanted to bring Deidre on. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Deidre Gaskin, how are you today? Hey, how are you? I'm good. I am good. Oh my God. Yeah. Me and PJ did the uh, ministry marketing one-on-one. Yes, that's what it that was. That was so fun. He is a character, but I have so much admiration for him. <laughs> yes, he's he's amazing. And yes, that's what it was. Ministry, um, marketplace. And Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of what we're going to touch on a little bit today. But before we get into all of that, just introduce yourself. Um, You know, tell us who you are, what it is that you do. So, yeah. So again, um, my name is Deidre Gaskin. I just got married, so I have to reiterate the Gaskin part. I am the founder and senior publicist of Mailey Media. I'm a speaker and more than anything, I'm a servant. I'm a woman of God. And um, I've been doing PR for about 10 years. So, yeah. So before we dive a little bit deeper into your journey, can you explain to people what PR really is? Because I don't know if everybody really understands what it is, Mm -hmm. Um, but can you just give us a brief overview of what it is? Yeah. So PR stands for public relations. And my job is just that to relate to the public. And I do that by providing money making PR strategies so your brand can not only produce exposure, but also in turn, just create visibility and credibility through your desired marketplace, meaning my job is to get you seen, heard, and noticed across the board. So that's what I do in a nutshell. I'm all about getting you, making people aware of who you are or your brand. So I'm the one that's booking you on this TV show or getting you this radio interview or getting you this podcast interview making sure that you're featured in this magazine or this publication, making sure that you're doing this IG live takeover. And sometimes I do submit my clients for speaking engagements. So anything that's related to your exposure and your visibility to get your brand and get you noticed, that is what I do on a day in day out basis. Yes. And that's very important in getting noticed with business. A lot of times I don't think we think about needing PR in our business. You know, we, mm-hmm. we try to stick to just marketing it ourselves, but mm-hmm. we'll get into that a little bit later. Let's go to your entrepreneurial journey. So how long have you been in business? 
I have, I founded Mainly Media in 2014. I've been full-time since 2015. Um, so yeah, about six years now. Six years. And, and a lot of people don't even make it that long. So talk about mm-hmm. what made you even start the business. Like, I know sometimes different people have different reasons for starting, but for you, you know, what was that thing that said, okay, I, I need to start this business? So let me say, tell you something. Being an entrepreneur was not in my life plan this early. Maybe late 30s, early 40s. I did not dream that I was going to start my business at the age of 24. Um, I did I did corporate PR. I did corporate marketing. But something would always happen. Like I never got fired, but either the program ended or we have a budget cuts or the company itself just went blank. Like it's just died. So I was like, you know what? nobody's really giving me an opportunity. So let me just create one. And so I created mainly media out of wanting to honor my grandmother, of course, but then out of, out of kind of like survival because the workplace just wasn't sitting well with me. I would do my job, but something would always happen. So let me just be the first to say that I was not following the train of being my own boss and nothing like that because I know it's very trendy. I do not believe that everybody's an entrepreneur. I definitely believe that this is something that is God-ordained and God-sent. So my thing was, Lord, if it's meant for me to do it, then let me do it. If not, then let me just find another job because I was the chick that was going to find the corporate letter and get the corporate check and get the corporate benefits. <laughs> I was not trying to do this all on my own by myself. So that's pretty much my journey. It was not something that I planned out and not something that I just wanted to do just because everybody else was doing. It was kind of like, you know, it was it was a prayer and the next thing led to another and here we are. Yeah, and I love that you said you weren't really following the trend because it is trendy right now. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Everybody wants to mm-hmm. be their own boss. Social media makes it mm-hmm. seem like it's so easy. And it's, you know, it's really not. And it's, 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 that's a whole nother story for another day. But I, I love that you said you weren't really following the trend. It was really out of, you know, necessity. And you said, which kind of segues into my next question, you know, Lord, if this is for me, you know, then make a way. And so during that process process of you starting your business and even now just day to day, um, what role does your faith play in how you operate, how you make your decisions in business and in life? Man, listen, I'm not trying to be all spiritual, but without faith, I would not be here. I wouldn't care nothing about my company. I tell people all the time, if my company wasn't named after my grandmother, I would have quit a long time ago. If I didn't have any Jesus in me, I would have quit a long time ago. Faith is the blueprint and the foundation of my company because I am a faith-based firm. And I was talking to my husband. He was like, you set yourself up to be faith-based because that's going to, your tests and your trials are going to come. So when you say that you're faith-based, that means that you won't have to depend on your faith to run and operate your business. So it's not something that I feel like is a cliche. It's really like my faith to make sure I can pay my rent, make sure I can pay my car note, make sure I can do the things that I need to do to survive. Because you're, as an entrepreneur, what people don't understand, money's not just going to come flowing out of the woodworks. It's not just going to come out of the sky and you're going to have this $10,000 client. No, there's going to be days where you can make $10,000 in a month, then you ain't got 10 the next month. So it's just that my role in business, far as my faith goes, my role in life, far as my faith goes, it's just without it, I'm nothing because I depend on it for everything. Because Lord, I'm the kind of person I'm heavy on the if God don't do it, it won't get done. Listen, that's just that's the role <laughs> faith plays in my my life. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I feel, I totally feel that. Did you ever, so with your business, did you ever feel like you, you could not openly talk about your faith or did you feel like you had to separate your faith from your business when you first started or what did that look like for you? Because I know some people struggle with that. Honestly, the more I grew spiritually, I was okay with it. Like, this is who I am. I'm a believer. But when I started out, yeah, I, I everybody knows, like, Deidre's a Christian, but I didn't really vocalize it because I, I was, I, want, I don't want to say afraid, but I was just confused as to, well, if I'm working in this industry and I'm saying that I'm faith-based, how would that clash? Like, for me, and this is just a spiritual thing, I left entertainment because it doesn't sit well with my spirit. I didn't feel like I was honoring God when I was representing certain clients or doing certain things. So um, when I started out, I was I was confused. I'm not going to lie. I was very confused. I didn't feel like I was honoring God. I don't feel like I was honoring my grandmother. Um, so that's why I switched from sports to lifestyle versus just entertainment. I'm not saying that the entertainment industry is just full of evil people, but let's be honest. There are some demons there. So... I just feel like it didn't sit well with me and my spirit and my faith and my beliefs. So I left and that I just, you know, washed my hands with it. And then I was able to move into lifestyle and sports. Yeah, and I think to that point, everybody has a different journey, right? And there's really no, you know, right or wrong with, with it. Um, but everybody's journey is going to look different. And just as you grow, you'll also kind of, as your faith grows, you know, you'll kind of grow in the, in your business as well. Um, so I think that's always great to share when people aren't sure or, you know, cause I think there's this, you know, misconception that we have everything all together. Or we have everything figured out because we're Christian or because, you know, we follow God that, you know, everything makes a hundred percent sense all the time. And that's not necessarily the case. It's not necessarily true. Um, but as you've been kind of growing in your business and growing in your faith, what have been some of the things that you've seen from other Christian business owners, I guess, mistakes that you have seen them making that if you could have that conversation with them, you would say, hey, maybe you want to, you know, not do that or try this. What have been some of those things that you've seen? Um, I wouldn't say it's a mistake. I just feel like it's just a plain out mockery. I've seen people and here I'm not I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. But all I know is the God that I serve and the way he operates. God operates in decency and in excellence. And I see people put God on stuff, but you're really not honoring God. You're really self-serving. You're really self-righteous. You're really self-soothing. You're wanting to use him as a sales funnel. And mm. that's, that's that's just my issue that I have with some of these businesses. Um, you see it every day with celebrities. You see it every day with influencers. You see it every day with businesses. Like, they throw God on it. But in reality, you a mean girl. In reality, you really stuck up. In reality, you really don't even care about me. You just want me to pay for this ticket so I can make you some money. So that's what I see a lot of. And um, it kind of it really infuriates me because I'm like, hey, like, that's not the God that I serve. My God is loving. He's kind. Like, he's not like that. Like, I, I don't do a lot of women empowerment conferences. I don't do a lot of women. I don't do a lot of men. I don't do a lot of people because I feel like we play on that God. We play on that blessed thing. We play on that, you know, I can't be touched because I'm a child of God. Are you really a child of God? Because Satan got kids too. So I just feel like we play on that and it really just, it bothers me. I'm not perfect. Lord knows I have my vices. I have my stuff. I have my own demons, but I'm very honest and open with people. Listen, I'm not out here to get no money from you. Like, of course I have to pay my bills, but I know people 
that I've seen personally, that I've worked with personally, which which caused me to step back. You really, how you going to talk about God and vibrators in the same sentence? How you going to talk about Jesus and you going to cuss in the same sentence? Like, where's the honor? You know what I mean? So I just see, I see that a lot. Wow, wow, wow. That, ooh, you said using God as a sales funnel. Now, that is, it's the truth. And we do see it with social media because it's it's like, you know, it's trendy. Like we talked, <clears throat> excuse me, like we talked about before, Um and I, I never, honestly, I never really paid attention to it just because I'm very like just focused on doing what I do. And so I never really noticed what was happening until I, I heard other people mention it. And it's like, wow, people really are just throwing guys name on stuff and using it to try to sell whatever they're trying to trying to sell. Um, and to that point, so for those who are really about it you know they are really about their faith they they really do believe in God they are really living that lifestyle um talk a little bit to the point about why character is so important as they are representing the kingdom in their business because for one you got to remember your life is not your own so you're a vessel at the end of the day so if you're representing God you need to represent him to the fullest we're made in his image and his likeness so your character is going to play a major role in that you can't be nasty and win people to Christ that's just not how it works. And me personally, I've even seen it in the church. So it's I've had a time where I just was like, okay, God, if this is you, I don't want it. Because we say that we men and women of God, but you're nasty. You, you're manipulative. You're, you're, you're evil. You have just these ill intentions with people and you just, you're just fake. Okay, I'm saying you just fake. And so your character plays a huge role because at the end of the day, if you are a child of God, you know the importance of loving your neighbor. You know the importance of praying for your enemy. You know the importance of uplifting them in the spirit and in the natural. So I think that your character not only plays a role in the kingdom, but also just here on life and, and earth, because the ultimate goal as a believer is to win souls to Christ. And you can't do that if your character is jacked up. If you can't do that, if you really out here boldly being evil and being a mean girl, like you you capitalizing off of being a snob. No, that's not the God that we serve. So I'm not saying that you need to be perfect. I'm not saying that you need to walk around with a smile all day because we have our times where we just not okay. But be honest. And I think that if you are working on building your character, building your morals, people can appreciate the transparency and the honesty. Just make it to where that you can win people over, if that makes sense. It does. It it does. And um, excuse me, I think just the fact that if we would have in our minds that we are representing Christ, Mm -hmm. if we were intentional in that thinking, I think our act, not not necessarily our, but people's actions would be different if we had that constantly in our minds. Like, okay, if I'm representing Christ, would this be a good representation of Christ if I talk to this person this way? Or would this be a good representation of Christ if I'm, you know, being this mean girl or I'm just trying to be manipulative and get people's money, right? So if we have, if we're really intentional with our mindsets and what we're thinking and how we are actually representations of Christ here on earth, then I think that our actions would line up and be a whole lot different. And a lot of times we're just kind of living and doing things and in the flesh, really just just living and doing things how we think we should instead of, okay, having a, a, a Christ-like mindset. So, you know, I love what you said. Um, about the character piece. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, we did a, a series called Kingdom Business Breakthrough. We were talking about 
um, kingdom businesses and why they struggle. And I did it because I noticed that there were a lot of Christian business owners. And if it, this doesn't apply to you, it doesn't apply to you. But what I was seeing was that a lot of Christian business owners, they said they wanted to be in a certain place in their business, but they were not willing to invest time and money to get to this place where they <laughs> said they wanted to be, right? So in, in your experience, number one, have you seen that issue? And then um, what have been some other things you've seen that specifically Christian business owners have struggled with? You said it. We don't want to invest time and money because we, the type of people, and I'm just using we as the body of Christ because I see it a lot. We are believing God. Don't get me wrong, but faith without works is dead. So you want to sit up here at like, whoa, it's me, but you ain't invested the time. You ain't invested the money. You didn't invest into mainly media PR services. Now you sit over here looking crazy because nobody knows you. But if you were to plant the seed and pray on the seed, then you would see the result. But we are so dependent on God, but we forget that he said, yeah, have faith, but you got to also plant the seed. You got to have the work. You got to put the time in. You got to invest. And I don't think that's just Christian business owners. I think that's people, period. Um, and we we really do. I'm not saying that you don't have to invest thousands and thousands of dollars, especially when you don't have it. But there's so many classes. There's so many resources that you can invest in just to get to know a little bit more about your business that can contribute to your success. We don't want to do anything. We just want to sit back and let God come down off his throne. And he's already given us the power to do what we need to do. But I think it's a, it's, it's fear. You're, you're afraid of failing. You're afraid of losing stuff. You're afraid of risk. And if you want to be in business, you're not ready because entrepreneurship is all about risk. I had to learn that lesson. Like I want to do everything myself from creating my content, my logo, my website. And guess what? I wasn't getting any business. But once I invested in people, I started to look as more like a business and a brand versus just somebody just trying to do anything. So I think that it's a, it's a level of fear and we're depending on God to just come down and do everything for us when he's given us the ability to do everything we need to do. So that's just, I think that's just a mindset and I think it's a poverty mindset. Yeah. I, I couldn't have said it better. I totally agree. Um, you know, that whole idea of we just want God to come in. We want everything kind of laid out for us, everything just mm-hmm. to be dropped in our lap. And no, it does require, like you said, faith without works is dead. It requires some level of work for us to be able to receive those things that, I mean, they are promised to us. But again, a lot of it is attached to, you know, if you want to talk spiritually, obedience. But there's also some work required that you have to do. And I think that's kind of like the missing piece. Like you said, not even just only Christian business owners, um, but just in general, we have to do some work, right? And in today's age with Google, YouTube, and everybody who has some type of resource, there really literally is no excuse for why we can't figure out or find somebody that can help us do what we need to do in our business. Um, So yeah, totally agree agree with that. As it relates to that whole piece of fear, how did you kind of get over any fear that you had while you were kind of, or while you've been on your entrepreneurial journey? Well, fear sets in. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I got it all together. I told you, if it wasn't named after my grandmother, I would have quit a long time ago. And that still remains today. <laughs> but what but I typically try to do, this is my prayer. I don't know if it'll work for anybody else, but Lord God, if it's not for me, take it away. 
But every time I pray that prayer, something happens. So how I typically try to get over fear and try to get over frustration, it's just to be still. And I really, honestly, I've been practicing that for the last couple of weeks because with COVID going on, this racial, racial tension going on, it can get overwhelming. Like, you don't even know what to do next. You don't even know because there's so much uncertainty. So after talking with my husband, he was like, Deidre, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to just want to like rest for a minute. It's okay that, you know, you don't have the, the, you're not where you want to be. So you have to just be still in there and you can work, 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 but sometimes God is trying to get you into a place to where you can only solely depend on him. And I know as business owners, we, owners, we think that, oh, I need clients. I need this. Let me tell you something. My biggest supporters have been complete strangers. No, not one family member has invested in my company, not one friend or nothing like that. And so God, he can use, if he can use a donkey, he can use anybody. So we just have to kind of combat fears just to know who we are or who we are. And I know that's easier said than done. But when you go back and you sit and you read the word and you know that his plan for you is to live an abundant life, you have to be okay in that. It may not come today. It may not come tomorrow. It may not even come from a year from now. But the fact that you know that you know that you know it has to resonate in your spirit to where you can have some kind of ease about yourself and about your brand. I think that is so important. The part you mentioned about being still and um, knowing the word. I mean, you have to know the word to know what God's promises are for you. Right. And if you know that, then you can be okay with resting. You can be okay with not feeling like you always have to work, work, work to get something done. Um, And I love that you said be still because it's when you're still that you can actually have time to hear direction, right? And be able to hear God's voice for where he wants you to go, what it is that he wants you to do. And it's been it's been in those times for me personally where I'm still that I get the downloads, where I get the strategy, where I get what it is I should be doing or who I should not be connecting with or who I need to reach out to. Like, And you can only hear that if you don't have all of these other distractions going on with, you know, we get so busy day to day or we're trying to do, do, do. Um, that be still piece is so, so, so important. Um, now when it comes to, you know, just straight business, a lot of people struggle with even getting clients and just maintaining their cash flow. So why do you think that is an issue for a lot of businesses? I think it goes back to what I said, because you're trying to follow the trends. If you're a Christian business owner, if you're a kingdom um, business owner, if you're doing things for the glory of God, everybody's blueprint is not your blueprint. I think everybody's trying to see what's on social media and was like, okay, I can do that too. But now you're going around, you're looking at this person who got a million followers and you only got 200. Well, their success is not uh, equate to your success. And truth be told, you're looking at the million followers, but they ain't even got $10 in their account. So I think that we trying to follow the trend and we're not really taking into account what does God really want us to do for me I have a degree in PR I like PR I like helping people I didn't know that I was going to be a business owner I think that he was just using me to help others along the way other you know kingdom entrepreneurs but I didn't do what everybody else was doing I wasn't out in everybody's face I I did events, but then I'm not I'm not the socialite. Like I'm not the butterfly. Like I only go if there's a client with me and such and such and such and such. So I think that we we're too busy following the trends. We don't want to invest time and money. We think that we can do it ourselves. And don't get me wrong, there's coming a time, especially when you're just starting out, 
you might not have the cash flow to do everything. So you may need to, you know, try to learn how to use Photoshop and try to, you know, build a website. But if you want to be taken as a serious business owner, you got to invest in the professionals because people want the Beyonce exposure and want the President Obama exposure. But those people are focusing on their craft and their talent. And they have people around them to make them who they are. And a lot of people forget that Beyonce got a team. Beyonce wouldn't be Beyonce without her publicist, without her manager, without people backing her up. So if we want that level of success, we got to invest in the people around us. And I'm not saying you got to spend thousands of thousands of dollars, especially when you're just starting your business, but you have to make risks, okay? If you are, let's say that you are just starting out your business and your favorite store has a sale and you your budget is $50, you can miss that sale. You can go invest in a consultation that allow you to know what you need to do in your business. But we don't think that way. And we always want to be able to say, oh, I can do that, I can do that. I'm pretty sure Beyonce can get her own press, but Beyonce ain't got time. Beyonce got to focus on being the mastermind of what her brand needs to look like so she can filter down and delegate who needs to do what. So I think that what we can typically do is stop following the trend, really get into our word to see what God really wants from you because maybe entrepreneurship ain't your thing. Maybe your your job is to be a servant too. I always question that. I'm like, Lord God, like I, I mean, I don't mind going to another firm, like I, but it never worked out. It never worked out. So you have to understand what your role is in your business. And you have to understand that if it's your business and God literally downloading it to you, you have to follow his blueprint, not yours. Man, that's so good. My God, like I have nothing else to add. That's that's so 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 good. Um, following the trends, man. It's I think as a kingdom business owner, we do tend to try, follow the trends of the world, but in reality, we should be the ones that are set apart and the ones that should be setting them right. And I think we get that just mis- mixed up so often because you know, we're not, we're focused on the wrong thing, right? We're just focused on the wrong thing. And so stop following the trends and really get connected to God and what it is he wants you to be doing. I think that is the foundation for then being able to do all these other things that we've mentioned before, you know, the investing, the investing the time, getting the clients, getting the cash flow. Like, I feel like if your foundation is not right, then you won't even be able to get to a place where you are getting the clients or your business is successful or you're, you're seeing cash flow that you need. Right. Um, so it's, it's all about the foundation and understanding your character, right? Th- these foundational things that matter before, you know, I'm a business owner. What does your character look like? I think another thing to add to that too is patience because social media has gotten to where you can be an overnight success and it doesn't take anything but to act a fool and you can do whatever you want to do. If you're really like a kingdom entrepreneur and you really want something to be here 10, 20, 30 years from now, you're going to have to be patient. I tell people all the time, if I'm building a brand that's a crop pot, it's not a microwave type thing. Like I got to season it. I got to marinate it. I got to prep it and it got to cook for a long time. And then I can serve it. I can't just pop it in there for three minutes and then, Hey, you fool. No. Cause what I'm doing, is going to nourish the environment. You know what I mean? So I think that patience plays a lot into that. Even when it comes to PR, people think that, Oh, since I got a publicist, I'm going to be able to cover essence this month. 
Not at all. It's going to take time because guess what? Nobody knows you. But when you invest in that money, that means the publicist is pitching to so many different outlets and getting you so many different interviews and getting you so much recognition to when the time comes for Essence to reach out. Guess what? You already got your resume together. And they're like, okay, I see what you've been doing because you got to be able to be realistic in your business too. If you're just starting out, Essence ain't going to be interested right now. They didn't, they didn't want to see the groundwork. So you got to be able to trust your publicist and be patient in the process, okay? And PR is a process. You can't spell process without PR. So you have to be able to be patient and know what you're getting, okay? So I think that that plays a lot into it too. That's okay because, you know, like you said, our, our world now, everything is immediate gratification, especially with this social media. It's like, Oh, I can put up, I can start a business, get a domain, put up some cute pictures and, and boom, I'm good to go. I'm going to have all these followers and make $10,000 every month. No, no, you need strategy. You need strategy to set yourself apart. You need strategy. That's why I really don't represent a lot of boutiques and stuff, because what you're doing that the other one ain't doing. When I can go over here and get these slots for $20 and you've got them for 50 What's the what's the strategy behind it? What's going to make me want to buy into you? People don't right now. A lot of people think that advertisement is the way, but advertisement doesn't build trust and credibility with your audience. PR does. So that's why I really and I'm not just saying that because I'm a publicist because I understand business. People want to tie into authenticity. People want to tie into being able to be believe you and relate to you before I can buy into you. So it's just all about strategy and patience and investment. That's okay. That's okay. So is there anything else, somebody who um, they may be saying, okay, I believe I heard from God, you know, it's time for me to start my business. Do you have any guiding words for them as a emerging kingdom entrepreneur as they get started? Um, like you said, if, if you really heard from God, okay, I'm going to need you to go back and, and, and test them at his word because I don't think God will put you in a place that he going to leave you out there comfortless. And I don't mean that, you know, so spiritually, but a lot of people leave in good jobs, but you ain't got no safety net. So I would say definitely get in your closet or your prayer time, really, really dig in and hear from God to see what he wants you to do. Cause you may want to start a boutique, but he was like, nah, I need you to write a book. And that may be the one to make you a millionaire, but we so caught up in doing what we want to do. So if God wants to really want you to really start a business, see what he wants you to do. Because at the end of the day, we're not doing it for us. We're doing it for him and see how he can reach souls. Um, also, just learn how to set yourself apart as well as learn how to invest. Like all the things I've been saying earlier. And then it's going to get hard. It's going to be times where you feel like, okay, God, you ain't say this because I'm struggling. But, and I'm even preaching to myself, and it's amazing how I'm saying all this stuff, and I, I got my moments, but in order to reign with him, you have to suffer with him. And the problem with us, me, I'm included, we don't want to suffer. We don't want to go through anything. So if you really want to do this, know that you're going to suffer. Know that you're going to really be going through the trenches. And I think that people of God go through it the most because look at what Jesus went through. You don't think we're going to get hit? And we looking at other people like, oh, they're talking about God and they got this amount of followers and they say they got this. Do you really understand like social media and what it's supposed to be? So you have to really look at yourself and just find that tunnel vision and just go with it. Because I can't tell you how many times I run into influencers who claim they need PR and they ain't got a pot to 
you know what. So <laughs> it's just really, really taking that time to find out what God really wants from you in business, being able to invest and just know what you want to do as far as reaching the right people. And just understand that the tests and trials are going to come. And don't be afraid to have a plan. Like like I told somebody the other day, I had a um, call with somebody. If corporate America calls me for the right price, who won't fuck in? We're going through a pandemic. I got a mouth to feed. I'm married with a dog. And we plan on having kids. Like, who? I would definitely clock in if the price is right. So don't get so prideful to where you feel like you just got to be this boss chick or this boss man. You over here struggling. Absolutely not. So know that times are going to come. And if need be, do what you got to do. Maybe your 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 job is um, or your business is telling you that you need to start. Maybe you can start it, but definitely keep your nine to five. It's nothing wrong with a nine to five. I don't care what nobody say. Ain't nothing wrong with a nine to five. Most nine to five people, they're the ones that's hiring me. So don't under don't underestimate that. I salute nine to five. As a matter of fact, if y'all pay the right price, I will come back. <laughs> so definitely keep that in mind and just keep going. I just say stay in your word. I mean, if it's something you really feel like God is God is wanting you to do, then test him. Ask him, you know, and make sure it's 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 his will and not yours. Because we can get caught up in wanting to do something so bad, but it's not what God wanted us to do. So now we just and that applies to anything in life. In relationships, I can't tell you about my past relationship. God ain't tell me to go down that road, you know. So, you know, so you just got to be willing to understand that, you know, making sure that God said this is what I'm supposed to do and not what Deidre said, you know. So if you yeah. keep that in mind and really keep praying and, and really just stand, stand, stand fast on his word, I think you'll be able to see things the way you want to see them. And honestly, even the Bible talks about the wealth of the wicked transfer. I think right now we're seeing a lot of wealthy people, but they're wicked. So if you keep staying on the course of righteousness, then I think we're going to start to see the blessings. You know what I mean? Because the Bible, it doesn't really, it, it talks about righteous people, but righteous people go through in the Bible. Like we go through. So you got to understand like this is something you want to do for real. Be ready to take the strikes because they're coming. So that's what I would say. Ooh, and you are preaching good on here, okay? Not a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm like, where's the collection plate? Oh man, that was so good. That I mean, nothing but truth you just said. Um, but I wanted to dig a little bit deeper into um, the trials and the hard, the hard moments that you've seen in your business. Like, what were some of those times? What did they look like when you were just like? I'm okay. I'm ready to give this up. I don't want to do this anymore. Got out. I don't even know if this was you that told me to do it. Like, what did that really look like? And how did you get out of that? Man, I can tell you with this coronavirus and this, this pandemic, that stuff has been happening to me recently. Um, I had a client, a new client, she was in the DMV and we were going to do this event. I mean, I was all for it because it was like a high paying client, like good like I'm excited about this nobody knows her and I love that I love if you don't know me in PR I don't like really I think what makes you a good publicist when you can make people who really don't have a name and you make people aware of them so nobody knew her you know her business was fairly new but she was a high-paying client I was excited about the challenge and the virus hit so we had to cancel the event it's like I was excited about this not only for the money but I know 
I think that was a challenge and for me to really prove myself and to really be able to network in a different city and brand myself out there and all that other stuff. And then when I launched my sports division earlier this year, I was gone with my client. Like I was gone. Um, I did Super Bowl, I did All-Star. I was gone like three, four times in just two months, just on a plane somewhere. And now that sports is slowly coming back, it's still kind of challenging because you can't really get out there in the field. You can't really go out there to the games. And honestly, I really, I would say that I really have been taking a step back, not to say that I'm quitting or anything like that, but I'm really just taking my time to just be still. And what's funny, that was my verse today Mm. about being still. So I think when in this moment of being still, I'm not quitting. I'm also, I'm answering emails, I'm answering calls, I'm doing the things that I need to do, but I'm not processing it. I'm processing it differently. You know what I mean? I think in business, we mess up, we first mess up here before we mess up physically. And that's my issue. I can be very transparent and very open and be like, Lord, I quit. This ain't what you wanted me to do. This is not how it's supposed to happen. I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be doing this. Matter of fact, I should be a millionaire by now because all the stuff I've been through. But... Like I said, it starts up here. So honestly, with this coronavirus, I am literally being still, but I'm also doing the work at the same time. And I think I'm at a place where if God don't do it, it won't get done because I've done all I can and I've done all that I will. And I think we get, we need to get to a place where we have done the work. We do need to let the faith kind of take over. We do need to let, the, you know, God do his part because you can't be God for people and I can't be God for, you know, anybody else. So I think I'm in a place where just be still. Do what you can and do what you're supposed to. But there's comes a time to where God has to be God. And if it's meant to be, it'll happen. If not, we're going to find another way. So I know this sounds easier said than done because I'm talking to myself as I'm talking to you and your listeners. We just got to be still. And I'm not saying be still as in settle i'm not saying be still as in all right whatever i'm being still as in either god is or he ain't and i'm gonna do what i need to do so i can test him at his word to so he can fulfill the promise if that makes sense i hope i'm making sense to y'all because we we're in this together you know what i mean yeah i've been in business this amount of years but listen this coronavirus this pandemic like people ain't got it you know (laughs) people can't pay me $2,500 to $5,000 per month right now. It's a lot going on. So I'm just at a place to where, Lord God, you know, if it's meant to be, it'll be. If not, I'm okay with it. You got, And sometimes we got to be okay with no or not right now. And I think that's a lot of our problem. We don't want no or we don't want not right now because we need to get it now. If God say no, then ain't nothing else I can do it. I'd rather it come naturally and make it flow easily than me have to force something and be miserable. Mm. So that's kind of, I feel like that's what I would leave anybody feeling like way I'm feeling right now. That's what I will leave with. Man, that's so good. And I'm sure that people resonate and understand with where you're at. I mean, even as you're talking, you said you're talking to yourself, you're talking to me. So I know you're talking to somebody else that's mm-hmm. listening as well. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, every time I have these conversations for me, it's like a reminder to keep going. And, and like you mentioned, 
before about the nine to five. Somebody asked me the other day, would I go back? And I'm like, listen, if, if, if a job came through that had the right price and it was the right position, yes, I would. Right. But then there's these moments when I do question, okay, is it time for me to go back? It's always these moments where kind of, I feel like there are whispers from God, like, nope, you're good. Just, just keep, keep plowing, keep working, keep listening to me. Um, and so that this conversation kind of has been another one of those whispers for me. So you've been speaking into me. So I know that people that are listening, um, will be blessed by it as well. And that's just also to the point that a lot of times, some of the things that we experience, it's not always even for us in our journey, it's for other people as well. So I love how things come full circle. So do you have any um, just final words that you wanted to share or encourage or just leave with any of our kingdom entrepreneurs? Um, no, I think I pretty much said everything. Um, honestly, I feel like I've been talking to myself because this is something that I'm currently going through. So if it's God, it'll be good. If it's not, then you just got to be okay with it. Yeah. So let people know how they can reach you. How can they connect with you? Um, website, social media, all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, I'm Deidre Gaskin, G-A-S-K-I-N, on all social media, personal, um, and Maylee Media, M-A-Y-L-E-E Media, on my business. So I'm on Instagram and Facebook, and then my personal is Deidre Gaskin on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I don't do Snapchat. I don't do TikTok. I have those apps, but they're just for filters and fun, because when somebody like me manages social media, like... I'd be glad when it just goes away. <laughs> I'm tired of it. And my website is mailingmedia.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you for tuning in to the Seek God Slay Goals podcast. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Instagram at Seek God Slay Goals.